Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. To 9th in Wisconsin this week on Urban Spelunking, we're going to a beautiful former 1868 church, which has been top-down renovated inside and out to a beautiful event venue, uh, keeping, of course, that original charm. But Bobby, as you found out, it has been a challenge to open an event space during the pandemic. You spoke to the owner, Katie Kroll, who purchased the event venue, uh, the former church back in 2017. Um, yeah, so she bought this place and um, she had some partners early on and they all sort of fell away, but she kept at it herself. And despite a lot of roadblocks, I mean, she had to replace a, a sewer connection to like the middle of Wisconsin Avenue. It Oof, cost her like yeah. a couple of hundred thousand dollars unexpectedly. Um, oh, but she, but she soldiered on and man, she did an amazing job. The place looks really great. Yeah, looking at the photos, it is it's really impressive. I mean, the building was beautiful from the beginning, so she had looks like some great uh, bones to work with. But <laughs> aside from that sewer uh, issue, which is terrible, but um, talk about just a beautiful renovation and really preserving a lot of the uh, the original details. In fact, some of the the pews were repurposed. Yeah, so she kept like all the original woodwork. She kept all the stained glass windows. She restored the floor in the sanctuary, which had been covered by carpeting. Um, there's like some wood panels that are supposed to be from uh, some European mansion. She kept all that stuff. She took the pews out and she made um, a bunch of tables out of them. She had a carpenter make a bunch of tables out of them. He made shelves out of them. But, I mean, this is a place where if, you know, you were uh, looking for a, a classy, beautiful place to get married, there's, there's probably no better place than this in downtown Milwaukee. It's really gorgeous. Yeah, looking at the photos from inside, Bobby, I was just really impressed. I was like, wow, that's... I could see uh, just beautiful, amazing, you know, top top uh, fashion weddings happening in this event venue, and they do other things too besides weddings. But what a blow the you know losing a the DNC and the pandemic before that. That's you know I think this this event space is probably feeling what all the other event spaces are feeling right now, where it's just really difficult. But trying to stay optimistic and still booking some small scale weddings, right? Yeah, it's amazing. When I toured with her, she was super upbeat about it, super optimistic. She's, you know, and she got this thing done basically by herself over the last couple of years. So uh, I imagine she can do pretty much anything she wants to do. Uh, she has some weddings booked. She's got other people coming and she said she's giving as many tours as she's ever given. So there's still interest out there. And she has the sanctuary space is pretty huge and it has an attached patio space. And then there's another rental space upstairs in the back in what used to be like a gym and meeting space. That place looks great too. And that's got a deck attached to it, an outdoor deck. Um, so she's got, you know, and she also has like bride's rooms and groom's rooms uh, where they can prepare for weddings, that those spaces can be rented for meetings and things like that and parties. And so, you know, she has um, size restrictions like everybody has, but um, she seems to still be able to to get some events in there and there definitely seems to be interest. So that's good. Well, looking at the inside, as we mentioned, it still looks like a church. It's not like a, you know, it hasn't been completely gutted and it keeps that, that feeling. It, it's really, really gorgeous. I don't think us talking about it doesn't quite do the, the pictures justice, but it's got to speak to just what it's got to be like right now. If you're a business owner, a restaurant owner, event space, um, you know, we kind of talked about this last week with the double Dutch of, you know, they had, they had, they were sold out for the DNC and obviously that didn't pan out. And then 
still having to reopen and soldier on and stay optimistic. Uh, what Katie Kroll is going through here has to be what what so many other event space owners and restaurant owners, business owners are going through right now as we try to carry on and bounce back. Yeah, I think so. And I think what you know, the the people that'll do well, I think, are people like her who are sort of creative about how they approach it. You know, she um, has been really pushing the fact that for people who want to have a church wedding but are struggling to set up a wedding in an actual church at the moment because so many churches are closed, you know, only doing sort of online services and things like that. She has a venue that is, I mean, it's not consecrated, <laughs> but it is a church, you know, so you could have a wedding in a in a space that is you know, extremely church-like, you know, so she's thinking out of the box and thinking of different ways to sort of, you know, invite people in to see what, what her place has to offer. And I think that's what this is doing. It's just sort of forcing everybody to be creative and think of different approaches than what maybe they thought they'd had before. Well, coming up next on the second part of Urban Spelunking, we're going to go back to 1850 and talk about the very beginning of St. James Episcopal Church. They purchased the land back then and had to actually move a graveyard in order to build the church. So we talk more about that history coming up next on Urban Spelunking. Radio Milwaukee is on a mission. And if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in Milwaukee, then you're on a mission too. Join today to support the programming you love. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart. And we're back at 9th and Wisconsin at St. James Episcopal Church, the former church, now an event venue that is uh, just been beautifully restored and, of course, uh, preserving tons of original charm of the building. But let's go back to the very beginning, 1850, Bobby, when the church first bought this land. Take us back to that that, uh, time period. Okay, so St. James started out as a mission of um, St. Paul's Episcopal Church on Marshall and Knapp Street, that beautiful red sandstone Episcopal Church across from mm-hmm. Lincoln Middle School. Um, and it started on 2nd in Wisconsin in 1850. Uh, but in the very next year, they bought land um, on Wisconsin Avenue between 8th and 9th, um, which at the time was rich Milwaukeeans were starting to build their big mansions along the old Grand Avenue, you know, and um, what you know, one of those is the now the Wisconsin Club, Alexander Mitchell's former house, which uh, interestingly and perhaps not coincidentally, the land was right across the street from Mitchell's house, and Mitchell was a member of the church. Oh, so that all worked out there. <laughs> so it all worked out. So for 150 bucks, they bought what used what had been the Spring Street burying ground because it was called Spring Street first of all. Um, and they moved, the, that had been there since 1838. They moved the graves that were there to another cemetery. Um, and they built the church in 1868. And um, then there was an addition put on the back, which we had talked about earlier. About, uh, that's where that sort of gym, former gym and meeting space is now. Um, and then it was a church for all those years after that. There was a fire in 1872 that, that, was pretty bad and they had to rebuild a lot of the church, but I think there are still some parts of the original church still there. And it thrived for a long time, you know, but as happened to lots of churches over the years, uh, the parish just sort of dwindled and dwindled and dwindled over time. And by the time I visited in 2013, there were at most a few dozen people coming to services. It was, things looked pretty bad at that point. Um, and so when it announced it was closing in 2017, 
that did not come as a huge surprise, sadly. Yeah, and I mean, you think about the history of this section of Milwaukee. You mentioned Grand Avenue uh, when it was called that, and just just no shortage of uh, beautiful homes. And you would think like some of those Milwaukee influencers of the early days. You know, we're familiar with this church. We're you know right across the street would later become the was the Central Library for Milwaukee. So this was a really mm-hmm. you know a central place in the city where. There was a lot of wealth, there was a lot of influence, and there was a lot of beautiful, beautiful architecture. We saw this happen with with other churches in downtown, like you mentioned too, especially where um, you know parishioners moved out of the the downtown area. It's got to be like doubly difficult for these these downtown parishes to stay alive. Yeah, I mean that's really I think a big chunk of the problem is that the the people who used to live there they're not in really in residential areas anymore, or they weren't for a long time. Now there's residential stuff coming back downtown. But for a lot of these churches, it was too late. They were already, you know, sort of losing ground as everybody left downtown for the suburbs. When you went to go see the former church, you got to go in the basement and you found some some gravestones in the basement. Is that right? Yeah, there are still a few gravestones in the basement, which they think were kept. I mean, they, they're positive that they moved all... <laughs> <laughs> that they moved all the bodies, but some of the stones were kept behind. I think they thought to use as ballast for the organ system. Okay. And those, I asked Katie about those and those are still down there. They left them as they were. There's some HVAC stuff down there now. So it's not as open a space as it used to be, but they kept what was down there, stayed down there. So that was kind of cool. Um, she also told me an interesting thing about the history that I did not know. And I've been trying to verify, but have not been able to yet. And that's that Harrison Ford got married at St. James Episcopal Church. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you about that. I read that in the story, and I was like, wait a minute. There's got to be more to that story. So, A, like, why, why – yeah, like, how, how was it not confirmed? This wasn't that long ago. Well, his first wife was from the area. And the, the closest thing I could find was that he, came, he did come to – he was in Madison, I think. And he did come to – what I saw said he came to Mequon – to marry his first wife in 1965. Okay. Um, so, I mean, he supposedly did get married in the area, so that fits. But um, but I haven't been able to, to find out for sure that it was at that church. Um, but it seems like she, taught, she said that the former pastor there told her that. Um, okay, so, so she's got this on pretty good authority. Pretty I'm going to choose to believe right? this. Yeah, I'm going to choose yeah, to I believe mean, this version of the story. Right, because he would have access to the church records, which would have that right. in there, you know. So it would it would have been something he could probably verify easily. So I think it's probably safe to say it's true, but with the caveat that we haven't seen any sort of documented proof of that. Um, but it's interesting because she put a, you know, she's kind of playing that up. She has a room that's called like the Harrison room. It's like a groom's <laughs> room where the grooms can prepare. Um, and then she's got a picture of him up on the wall. Um, so I thought that was wow. pretty funny. So we don't have pictures of Harrison Ford's actual wedding, but we've got lots of other pictures posted <laughs> at RadioMilwaukee.org. And this is one of those uh, that you definitely want to go and check out the pictures. The transformation was pretty epic and really, really well done. We've got pictures from inside of the former St. James Episcopal Church, now an event venue that is working to open back up. You can find those in Bobby's complete story, which we've got linked up at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And podcasts here in Radio Milwaukee are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. 
You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts anywhere that you find podcasts and at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. How many times did I say podcast there, Bobby? Is that, is that's that funny because I, I was just thinking podcast, podcast, podcast. <laughs> We're making a <laughs> podcast here, Bobby. What are we doing? Are we, are we casting pod? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you soon.